Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie teaser trailer. Oh, it was a teaser? That's what they called it. It felt like a full trailer. It was like a three minute long thing. I mean, if, if, I don't know, like, I feel like, I feel like you can be teased by three minutes and you can be, have a trailer that's three minutes long. That's I'm, fine. I'm I have no problem sure. with let, the, me, let me double check again. I have no I'm... problems with the duration. I just have problems with like, the, I feel like they gave away like so much of the plot. Like I feel like a teaser usually just gets you excited. doesn't oh, give away anything. Official trailer. Okay. Sorry. So this is, this is I'm the trailer. Take that back. Take okay. it back. Official trailer. Okay. We just jumped straight to the trailer. Yeah. It's that. Cool. Okay, that, that makes sense. That makes again, more sense. They give you they give you enough where it's like, oh, I understand like when I go to Yeah. take a bite of this metaphorical sandwich yeah. that is the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, <laughs> I I now know what that sandwich is consisting of, you know. There's the salami. There's the I mustard. I'm real confused right now. <laughs> There's the wheat. Stop me, Chris. Just okay. <laughs> uh, but first, um what have you been up to this week? <laughs> <laughs> I have not been up to a ton. Like okay. it's, I, uh, I finished SteamWorld Dig One uh, mm. on my um, Switch, Nintendo yeah. Switch, in preparation for something that we'll discuss in a minute. Nice. Um, but uh, but that was a fun fun romp. Like it's it yeah. was it ended up really good. Like there's a twist at the end of that game that like is is pretty fun yeah uh, i'm not gonna give it away or anything but it's it's a really fun twist like it, it, and it's a really great game loop anyway with that steam world dig style where you dig down under the ground and get these uh these resources to then go back up to the top and upgrade different elements so you can dig deeper and like that's just a really satisfying loop and then the fact that like oh even if you you die or like you whatever you're just your stuff's still down there yeah with your old body yeah. And so you literally just go back down there and pick it up. So it's it's a uh, it's a very fun and pretty forgiving like Metroidvania esque game. All right. Um, you can't really like work yourself into too many like places where you just can't get yeah. out of. So yeah, yeah. it's a fun a fun game, man. What have you been up to this week, though? Man, um, so uh, outside of um, games and movies and stuff, uh, ran a half marathon last weekend. That's right. You came out and. Uh, Supported and it was, it was amazing. It was, it was fun. It was good. The um, uh, the the Nashville Rock and Roll. Yep. Uh, half marathon. They have yes. a marathon as well. Did I say marathon. I mean, you said half marathon. Okay. But good. I'm saying they they have a marathon. But yes. like I've only done the half marathon, and yes. you know that's I would encourage people like, hey, run the half marathon. Sure. Um, I mean, I've said before, I've done a marathon. <laughs> And I literally have no desire to ever do it again. Yeah, I think um, unless like uh, it would take a lot for me. I think like I like in looking at the course, and I've run like the course, like not all at once or whatever, but like run the portions of the course that yeah. are the full marathon as well. Yeah, and they're like the the back half, so the additional half marathon, so the back half marathon of the marathon. Um, is a little bit boring, like yeah. I would say. Like it's it's kind of just out and back in a couple of different spots. Yeah. And so you know, unless we, you're like really dead set on a on a full marathon in Nashville, then I would say the half is the half gets you the experience that you want because you go downtown, you do like go to the different areas. You go to like Belmont out yeah. that area. Yeah, you yeah. go d- up 12 South and you go back into the Gulch, come out of the Gulch, and you go over the like the farmers market area over there, and then all back downtown all the way to finish at the Nissan Stadium. Used to be LP Field, but it's a Nissan Stadium now, the home of the Tennessee Titans, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so it's like you see pretty much, 
pretty much like a yeah, large see, portion. You see a lot of, of what Nashville has to offer, and there's like right. a ton of people out there supporting. So like, good. And, I mean, honestly, until you kind of like hit the last, like, I would say three miles. Yeah. The last three miles are kind of just like out in the open, and there's mm-hmm. not as much like support out there. But And they're hilly. And they're hilly. Those last yeah, three and, miles and, are pretty hilly. And you're not going through neighborhoods anymore. Right. Like, basically, like, you know, whenever you're going through neighborhoods, people have just like gone yeah. all out. They're just out on their porches. Like, <laughs> it was funny. Uh, we kept we we saw a bunch of people like they had their dogs out on the like sidewalk with them. They were yeah. like you know out there and and Didi said something about and I don't see anybody with their cats out here. And then we immediately saw somebody with a ferret on a leash. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. That's so my good. favorite part of the entire race. Mm-hmm. Um, well, besides the parts where you showed up. With well, some cold see, water. those don't have to be your favorite parts. So you they, know, I mean, yeah. Well, I'm kind of partial to they, it. They, but, were, you know. they were my favorite parts, but. Uh, but <laughs> The the mo- I, let me say the most unexpected part of, of the race. Let me <laughs> yeah. say that. Um, it was uh, oh man, where were we? Uh, we were coming. We were we had left twelve south. Mm-hmm. We were going back toward the gulch, mm-hmm. and uh, so we were about to hit Music Row. That's what it was. We were about nice. to turn up, turn on. Well, the yeah, we were about to turn on the the road right there that goes up to the which is a good feeling because at that point, like that that direction down Music Road, it's downhill. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, it's it's like a gradual downhill. So we had we had come down and um, come down this hill, and there's a you know there's always policemen and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like at, at roads blocking off and stuff like That's that. Right. They did and a really good job this there year. There was a policeman, and he, it almost seemed like it was in slow motion, but he had a bottle of Dr. Pepper. Nice. And he opened it up and, like, took a swig out of Dr. Pepper, like, brought it back down. So I just yelled, Dr. Pepper. And he goes, It's the only doctor I go to. That's amazing. <laughs> like, immediately. That's a good one. That's a commercial, man. I know. I thought it was in a commercial. That's a commercial. I was on a Dr. Pepper commercial. Like, are you sure you aren't? Like, I next Super Bowl, are we going to see you and, and this? You this know? guy? This I policeman? also feel like, what if there, like, if there was an advertising person running around here, they're like, that's, log that away. That's it's a commercial. Amazing. It's the only doctor I go to. It's the only doctor I go to. <laughs> so good. I also love, like, Dr. Pepper on a hot day. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Which it wasn't too bad that day. No, like it, was it was great. It was it, it was, was a, a, a nice, you know, yeah. cool day. I uh, but because of that, yeah. I literally slept that whole rest of the day mm-hmm. and most of the next day as well. We discussed that you might like just oh, man. like sit on the couch and play like you know a video game. Like potentially no. even I suggested Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, you know, because like you know that you're not getting up from this couch like all day after right. that. Like you know, and so you could just have you know rocked out some of that. Did any of that happen? You no. know, did you chip away at this bet with Fultron? No. At all? Not at all. Okay. I did watch Game of Thrones this week. Yeah. And uh, it was the Long Night, I think so, is the name of the so episode. So this is the one that they added time to, correct? Well, they've so this this last season has six episodes. Yeah. First two were uh, extended, like, because normally the episodes are around, like, 40-something minutes, something right. like that. The first two were an hour long. Mm. Every so episodes four through six are all an hour and a half, so, around twenty minutes. So into this, like the the Chris's weekly, and at this point until yes. the end of the you know into yeah. the season, yeah, the weekly Game of Thrones update. Like yeah. what? There were a lot of people who were unhappy with this episode. I mean, you know, as with anything on the internet, people just complain and complain and complain. Well, I mean, I, 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 I really, know, I really, like they have this. their hearts broken. Chris, I really like this That's episode. What, you know. I mean, I think there were there were a couple things. I think like the main <laughs> the the main two complaints I saw. Or the episode was too dark. Yeah, so you no. can you can read that as like maybe 
I don't know. Too many people died? No, or I, mean, like, no, you I, know. Mean, no I mean vis- like visually dark. Oh, wait, like literally dark. Yeah, if you're seeing people talk about how dark it was, yeah. it doesn't have anything to do with the tonal. Like it's, like, it's not the like tone. the themes are too no. dark in this one. We're literally talking about how dark the 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 cinematography was. Did it all take place at night? Yes. Or, okay, okay. Well, that makes sense then. Um, totally. <laughs> I, I will say, though, I did have to – so whenever I, I was watching it, I was watching it off for my DVR. Yeah. I had to turn off my DVR because the compression, DirecTV compression, uh. was so like it just doesn't handle darks well enough. Hmm. That basically everything was blurry and pixelated. That's a real because big it was bummer. So dark, yeah. So I had to switch over to the HBO Go app mm. and and I uh, and and watch it there, and it was way better. Like less compressed. But I also had like a friend who like you know she was watching it on a TV with motion blur. Oh. It has motion blur on it, and she couldn't see anything either. Yeah, I was about to say like dark. that's gonna be terrible. Yeah. I mean, and that's the point. Like, it's supposed to be at night, and so, like, I mean, I get it. Um, but I, I like, if you see my setup, I have a yeah. I I've tuned my TV. Like, mm-hmm. I have like we had mm-hmm. all the lights off, optimal viewing, yeah. and I still had to like, you know, work around to make yeah. this thing look good. Coming from the audio world, like you always mix for like the worst possible yeah. situation, and even like you know people who who uh, engineers and I know like mixing mixing five point one or whatever. Like, you always mix for stereo or mono. And like it's like well you know the fold down like you mix to the fold down like okay it sounds it's decent in the fold down yeah. sounds amazing out here with the five point one yeah. or like oh it sounds amazing on big speakers but it sounds fine on a uh, an iPod speaker yeah. you know a mono iPod speaker I can see though how like if you were talking about how dark it is like yeah, yeah. no no. Literally, if they say how dark it is, they're yeah. talking about like visually how dark I it is. I guarantee that I misread some of those. <laughs> you know, I guarantee that that's yes. what it is. Knowing very little about like the episode itself, it's like I guarantee I was like, oh man, because things, the other things got real on Game no, of Thrones this week. Because the other criticism I saw was that like not enough people died. Okay, okay. Um, and I'm not saying people didn't die. People did die. Okay, but I think like I think people had kind of just like set up their expectations. That like everyone would die, mm-hmm. which I mean, totally like I could have seen them doing any of that, uh, but I also like look at things like the Battle of Helm's Deep in uh, Lord of the Rings, yeah, and like all of the lead characters didn't die in that battle, yeah. So like the people, well, there was that one, that one, uh, that one, the one leader elf, yeah. I mean, the, the, he died. The uh, the argument is being made where it's like, well, how how would they how would they have sur- survived this? All everyone survived this. Well, listen, like, well, they, I mean, they are obviously the best fighters for a reason. Yeah, I was about to say, like, the, usually <laughs> you only focus on the characters that are like in in some way um, unique. Yeah, if they've made it this far in this show, yeah, they've made it this long, they're pretty good at surviving. Hashtag Wiley. Exactly, um, and so. Also, we still have three episodes to go. We yeah. need someone alive. I was about to say, like, there's going to have to be a story <laughs> after this point. You know, we got we got to s- save some to kill later. Yeah. Now, like, uh, so without like a ton of spoilers, I won't say. You know, like there there were some other arguments about how things happened or like mm-hmm. how the battle played out. But like, I thought overall, like, whenever we're talking about, like, we've never seen anything like this on television. Mm-hmm. This was an hour and twenty minutes of a uh, of a Helm's Deep style like war. Mm-hmm. On television, like this was like movie level stuff. Mm-hmm. They, the, the shoot, they shot this thing over fifty three days or something crazy. It was fifty, a lot. fifty something, fifty three, fifty four, something like that. Um, and it's a lot of days, man. A lot of days, like so many extras. The the budget they spent on, like there was this, uh, this is a spoiler alert. But there's a there's a dragon fight in the sky. Like it's, it's basically like you know dog fighting dragons, and it was like. 
You know, we just haven't seen this stuff. We don't even see that stuff in movies half the time. Yeah, most of the time. And it looked real good. Yeah, so, I mean, even in like Lord of the Rings, like you in in that final battle. Yeah, you don't have a ton of dragon stuff. No. Like the dragons, like you're always from the perspective of like the ground. Yeah, and the dragons just like come upon you. They were you twists. Know? It's like oh, here there's a tower. It's gonna knock down on top of Frodo or whatever. There were twists and turns. Possibly the fulfillment of prophecies that we've been hearing about since the beginning of the show. So, for me, I loved this episode. I mean, uh, the last thing I'll say is... It's hard to determine when I'm okay with things. Because, like, there's always a, like, well, it should be like this, or in my mind it should have been like this. But, like, at some point you have to accept the story for what it is. Mm -hmm. Even with things like, you know, I know I I give Last Jedi a lot of crap, but at some point, on some level, I have to accept that story for what it is. Like, that's part of Star Wars now, whether I like it or not. Now, do I think it's a piece of crap? Yes. But it's a part of Star Wars now, so Mm -hmm. I have to accept it. Like, it's kind of like that, where it's like, I'm at least with this, I'm... I'm fine with it. Like I, you know, maybe if I was writing it or directing that, would have done something different. Sure. But honestly, like I'm okay with. I mean, I'm gonna accept it. Like why? Yeah. Why? Why? I think why? it's funny in in a lot of like depending on the medium. Okay. So for the medium of the written word, so like books, novels, I think it's a little bit easier to just to, to take something as it is and be like okay that's what it is mm-hmm. and whereas other more interactive mediums like on the on the exact opposite side of that like a video game for instance like where you have some element of agency over like what's happening in this yeah. video game yeah um especially the games that like play into that um whether it's like mass effect or even like red dead redemption 2 for you know in some ways um, it's a little bit harder to swallow if something is, oh, well, I wouldn't like my, my character wouldn't have done that choice. Like the yeah. character that I built up over hours right. and hours wouldn't have done that choice. And I think somewhere in the middle yeah. sits film and television. You yeah. know, I think television more so than film, people want there to be some level of like, uh, that's not how I would do it. Because like from season to season, like you have people right. like the showrunners of lost where it's like, they, they said like, <laughs> there's there's a balance to be struck between the fan that wants you to know everything from the beginning. Whereas I want to know how this is. I want you to know how this is going to end from the minute the pilot starts. Um, but then he's like, then there's the other people who are like, Oh, I, I want you to, to talk about the things I want. I want you to talk about like, you know, for in, in the example of lost purgatory, like it's, Oh, there's, so I think like somewhere in the middle there is television. Television kind of leans more towards like, oh, we want there to be more from the fans on this side than movies because movies, oh, it's like it's over in two hours, and it is yeah. what it is. So. Well, and 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 and, and you, uh, you've spent so much time investing in these characters. Yeah. You know, like at this point, you know, we're talking. Uh, so this is season eight. Yeah. And most most of the seasons had ten episodes, so at least mm-hmm. at least seventy ep- uh, hours. Yeah. You know, yeah. into into this saga, and I would say like it probably increases with the fact that at the end of this was not written before it began, and so same with like Harry Potter and things like that, where it's like even well, on the, on the mean, book front, like the end of yeah. Harry Potter wasn't necessarily written down for people to read. Well, I mean, I mean, the end of this is not written at all right now. Well, that's true. You're I right. mean, <laughs> I th- he knew where we were going. That's right. 
But, you know, George R.R. R. Martin is not finished. We've talked no, about this. Of course, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you so, know what I'm saying? Like, it's it, if you start something and you're like, oh, yeah. I'm, 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 I want these characters to end up how I want them to end up right. because their end is not written yet. Right. And so, you know. But it you, kind of is. But it kind of is in a lot of ways. And that's what I mean. Like, even with Harry Potter, it's like, obviously, the end of that book was planned well in advance of yeah. when it actually came out. Yeah. Um, but uh, well, and, people get invested in those characters and they don't know their end well, yet. And, here, so. and here's what I also think. Like, you know, we all know that we only have, you know, now three more episodes mm. in this entire series. And we're like, how in the world are we going to wrap all this stuff yeah, up? It's like and down so to like, the wire. I, and on some level, like you have people who are like complaining about the speed at which we're moving now. But then you also have people like, hey, well, let's let's cram more of this into that episode. I don't know. It's just it's mm-hmm. kind of like, what did you expect this episode to be? Mm-hmm. I Like I kind of just went in with like, this is going to be a real big fight. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully, look, like things will shake out on the positive side. You know, like you just hope that everyone doesn't die. I don't really want to see everyone die. No, like I mean, they've pulled things like that before in this show, and that's mm-hmm. what makes people go there. But it's like I don't really want that to happen. Mm-hmm. I have like you know my favorite characters that I want you know to succeed. So um, I also think that like. You know, you see across the spectrum, this has been like the big bad that has been teased all series mm-hmm. that since since the first episode mm-hmm. that winter is coming and the Night King is coming and the White Walkers are coming. And like this is the culmination of that. Mm-hmm. And... um I just don't know. In a television series, I don't know what else you want. You know, yeah. besides, I mean, you got an hour and a half long movie length battle mm-hmm. to tell this story. I don't know what else you what else you need at this point. All you need, you know, if if, uh, like if that Lord, wasn't enough, if Lord of the Rings is anything, all you need is like fourteen different endings. Right, you know, right. lots of goodbye like, scenes. Think about, uh, to me, I go. I always go yeah. back to like one of my favorite battles is Battles yeah. of Helm's Deep. Oh yeah, dude, and like. I mean, that was maybe uh, maybe 40 minutes long. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't even as long as this one. Um, and I think, like, uh, you can pair... Like, the thing that I love about this episode is this big, long battle, and you can definitely... There, there is a there is an arc to it, and you can see, like, well, this happened, and then this yeah. happened, and then this happened. It's not just a bunch of fighting. Yeah, and that's always, always the best battle sequences, like, in the best battle sequences yeah. that I can think of in my head, which it sounds like a good topic, is like, hey, yeah, what's our favorite battle that, sequences? Yeah. Um, they always have, like, character development built into the battles. Or like, and this is happening over here, and yeah. this is happening over here, and, and, you know. And, like, it can be done incredibly well. It can also be done incredibly poorly, and so, like, that's, is, is you want change to happen. Yeah. amongst both character dynamics as well as like character situations like does your situation improve or get worse by the you know in, right. in the battle and is there a middle section where it's like there's you know who knows what happens so yeah, yeah. i think that it also did a really good job of like you know here's all the chaotic stuff here's a lot of stuff like crazy stuff happening outside the castle mm-hmm. walls or or like on the walls or whatever but then also like here's some like really creepy stuff happening on the inside you yeah know, like there was a good like balance of that that's and, cool and in the air i don't know it was just I, it, was, it was a great the two episodes that i talked about the last the episode before that uh like, i don't remember i know we talked about the first yeah, episode the two up ep- that that this episode and then the episode leading up to it i need to go back and watch and it would be end up being like a two and a half hour long because the whole hour before that was just the build up to this one and like it was so so i 
simultaneously tense, yeah, but also like there was so much just, like character mm-hmm. uh, work and character development within that, and like you know, I mean, they had a song um, in the middle of it, like I mean, it's just like all the things you hope from a a, a medieval like, like they sing a song. Well, a person sings a song. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, kind of like in Lord of the Rings, uh, whenever uh, I think it was, was it a, uh, wasn't Sam? It was um, Pippin mm-hmm. sings that song, or Mary, Mary, it was Mary, whoever. Yeah, Mary sings that song. It was that kind of a situation. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Um, where they were sitting around, you know, the fire, basically waiting for the battle. You know, you're all ready. You know, it's coming. You just have to wait, and that's all the episode was was just waiting. Yeah, like as the audience, you sit there and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't even. You know, you're feeling the same things that they're feeling. You know, it's mm-hmm. like this is needs to happen. You know, so they're you know, does anyone have a song they can sing? And then uh, one of the characters just busts out this beautiful song. You know, and you're just like, I mean, it just has all the things, all the things, John. It's awesome. All the things. Awesome, Chris. I love it. Um, so I guess we'll, we'll again we'll revisit this next week though. Yeah. You know, we'll revisit it next week. I think whenever this is all said and done, maybe bring on somebody, uh, maybe Jared, and uh, have him. Uh, Rip it to shreds. Um, of but course. I, uh, and, and we will review this last uh, season. But, man, so far, I've been, I've been loving it. Okay. Uh, the only thing I've played is uh, I've played some more Division. Nice. I um, I think I have one one uh, story mission left, and then I start doing Strongholds. Ooh. Uh, I'm already level 30. Nice. I, uh, I'm kind of reaching a point where I'm like, I wonder how much longer I will stick with this mm-hmm. um, because I know that things like as long as story things keep happening that interest me, yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah, but if this just turns into where I'm, I'm, you know, doing dailies and going back through missions mm-hmm. over and over and over again, I don't mm-hmm. know how long I'll keep that up. I will t- like it turns into the uh, the games as service grind, right? We can just call Which it that. You I, know, it's I like, do want to do the raid. Yeah, when it comes out, that like what is it, twelve. 12 person, eight person, eight, eight person, person yeah, eight person. Like that sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, so I do want to like, you know, do what I need to do to get there. Yep. But not if it's going to take me 40 hours to do it. You yeah. Know? And that's like, it's funny to, to think about games and services in that way where for a lot of people that like, if it didn't take 40 hours to get there, to get ready for that big event, they would be like bummed. Like it's like, oh man, it's not worth it to to grind unless it's a forty hour grind. You know, it's not worth it to do the, to do the the raid unless it took me like all this sorts of effort to well, get. I mean, there. and that's my. I guess that that's. I mean, I and that's what I, what kind of like bumped me out of Destiny too. Yeah. Like, I've just discovered I'm not that person. Yeah. Like I'm not well, the person I mean, who wants who wants complexity for complexity's sake. Right. I don't want to grind for the grind's sake. Well, and then like. I feel like for a while there, you were like for like Destiny One, like there was this element of oh, I like let me do what needs to be done to get to raid level. But then once you get off of that like treadmill, once you get off of that and it's still running and like people are passing you by or whatever, you're like, well, does but, it really uh, matter? Like, how do I feel about even, this? Do I does it does it matter to me? Even like, Destiny One, though, you know, like if you notice where I fell off was whenever they started, uh, whenever the first time I fell off was whenever they made all of our guns obsolete. Mm-hmm. So all the work I had done was yeah. now pointless. Yeah. And um, whenever they started introducing multiple random roles, random roles, mm-hmm. random which, perks, Oof. which just increases the complexity of uh-huh. it. And then whenever they started introducing um, additional currencies, mm-hmm. 
and what in the world? Like, I don't even think I ever collected all the things I needed to collect from the uh, what was the ship? The out uh, there? dreadnought. The dreadnought. Yeah. yeah, no, there was tons of stuff on there. You oh, yeah. get to like do. Di- I mean, I don't even know what they do. I don't even know. I don't. Even, I don't even care. Like, it, it did like it was so like yeah. complicated. Yeah, I'm like I don't have the mental mm-hmm. energy or desire. Yeah. to keep up with this. Well, and then. Like I said, like once you get off of it and it just kind of passes you by because it's kind of what happened to me at the like on Destiny 2 there. It's like I I, I stopped for a while. Yeah. And then it just completely passed me by. I was like, well, I don't like I don't really care, you know? Yeah. And then, well, like, yeah, there's an aspect of that. Where and, like, well, do I miss it? No. Yeah, that's the that's where I came down and I was like, well, I guess I just don't need to, to do that right yeah. now. Um, and, you know, in the future, I probably will do something like that. Oh, yeah. let me hop back on one of these games and, like, dedicate all the time to it. But, like, for the moment, I'm perfectly content playing, like, single couple single-player games, story games, and then, uh, you know, bopping into the odd match of uh, Apex Legends. Yeah. Um, which, if you play Fortnite... Some really cool things going on in Fortnite uh, the these days. Stuff. Yeah, the Avengers stuff. I've been thinking about like bopping back Which into. I haven't, I haven't played any of that yet. Fortnite for that. I'm, I'm disappointed that I missed the uh, Black Widow skin. Yeah, that was for me sale too. last week. But at the same time, I'm like, well, am I going to play it enough after the fact with that skin to justify the purchase of said skin? Yeah, probably. I don't know. I. You probably would. I I might. Yeah, like. I, I feel like though, like I am the only one playing Fortnite anymore. Like when I play it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's not a bad thing. And again, no. I like, and I've moved most of my like gaming over to the division. Yeah. Um, and I like, but I'm kind of reaching the point there where I'm like, uh, I can be okay with this if this ends soon, right? Unless something drastic happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there are so many other games I want to play. Like I have a huge backlog right now. I still have to. I still need to finish Spider Man, Red Dead Redemption. Um. Dude, Spider-Man has DLC. I really want to go back and play that DLC, but yep. it's just a matter two, of Two packs there. of DLC. Yeah. Well, well, I think it's three episodes. Three episodes? Uh, of oh, okay. the same story or whatever. Oh, really? So, yeah. Okay. Because there's the Black Hat thing. There was the other thing. Like, after... Anyway, so I think, there's, I think there's two or three. There might be... You might be right. There might only be two. I thought there were two. Um, there might only be two. And it's, yeah, I haven't played any of them. Okay. And uh, it's literally just a matter of buying the season pass. Now I'm thinking you're right and there's three, but it doesn't and, matter. I mean, I think you're right and there's two. <laughs> we flip-flopped, man. Um, but I really want to go back and play that because that game, like I can't get enough of that game. Yeah. And I was very disappointed in the fact that God of War, my game of the year, the last year didn't have DLC. Like mm. they never gave me anything to come back Which to. They had, had DLC planned. They did. And he like the, uh, Corey Barlog decided to roll it into, he's like, Oh, that story is, is spiraling into the next game. Like yeah. it's bigger than, that so let's just make it like the next game which is like god of war 2 they is that what they're calling it, it? i don't know no they, i think they should have just made it a, like a standalone dlc like um they did with like uh infamous first light and or, or was it last light last light last yeah. light and then they did the same kind of thing with uh the last of us they had this like right. standalone dlc that's right well and then, didn't they with uh uncharted 2 they had uh uncharted uh-huh. uh yep. whatever it was called yep um lost legacy yes that's the one but yeah the uh I don't know how successful those were. Like, I wonder how True. successful those were. It just seems like that. Like Sony seems to be okay with that. So why wouldn't they have done that? Well, and then you figure if if they have this engine already, they have all of the resources and the assets to go ahead and and you know reuse some of them to make a cheaper like thirty dollar experience. Yeah. Why not? Because. Yeah. Again, you've already done the majority of the work to design that. It's just how does it arrange? Yeah. And, anyway, um, 
So yeah, I, I, I don't know, understand the idea of like not putting that. Cause again, I consumed every single bit of that, that game had to offer save for, they released well after the fact they released a new game plus, mm. which made it like you could play it on ridiculous difficulty. Yeah. And they, all of the enemies had new animations and, and different things that different layers to the, uh, to the difficulty level. But like similar to Zelda breath of the wild, like, they introduced a new game plus to that with, with like a hard mode and I have no desire to play a hard mode, I guess yeah. is my thing. I, I mean, enjoyed the experience yeah. I had. Why would I want it to be harder? It's already like a relatively like difficult game if you play it on, on normal difficulty. Yeah. So hard modes are interesting. I mean, honestly, and I think I believe that they're really there for people who just like love that game, mm -hmm. who want an additional challenge, who mm -hmm. want to do something else and spend more time with it. Or if you love the genre and you need you want something extra like to go through. Yeah. Um the only time I do things like that, or like, you know, hey, I'm gonna go through the ultra ultra hard mode is like a first person shooter. Because I love first person shooters. That's right. Um Well and you're particularly uh, first good person at shooter them as well. Story missions. That's right. Like that's what I love. Yeah. Um I still remember the Black Ops 2 where like you had to like pick up the, throw the grenade down that hallway. Oh gosh. Because it was just mo infinite monster closets. It was crazy. You know? Yes. <laughs> you had hey, to throw the grenade, wipe out, wipe out a wave of them and just sprint past as yeah. you can. If you could just hit the checkpoint, oh, you're dude. golden. Yeah, it's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> um and that but that's kinda like, you know, going back to the division, like so there are even within the without spoilers, like there's in game content that's harder. Mm-hmm. But there's also like hard versions of the levels that like you know there's an achievement for that and you get like a uh, better gear and like Man. like I don't know if I really want to like grind all this again to go through all the story missions again on an ultra hard mode. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, I don't know how long it would take me because a lot of the missions that you end up on the in the main story, like I would say the majority of things that you're doing are side missions, hmm. but they feel like they're fl as flushed out story wise as main missions. Cool. And there's some crazy stuff in there that I need answers to, John. <laughs> I mean, so like. So you still have side missions to do then? Uh, well, I, uh, oddly enough, because I was like walking through the city like earlier, yeah, and then all of a sudden, like I, I was, I was just I forgot what I was doing. I, I wasn't even doing anything important, and all of a sudden, a side mission popped up. I'm like, what? Wow! How, how did this? It's like how did this escape you for the other like yeah. forty hours that how you did, put into why, it? Why? Why? What did I do that triggered this? <laughs> That's awesome. I was just out here walking. It's like those types of games are are interesting because at the end of the day, like I. Like you said, you, sometimes you can still, with an open world game, you can still have questions at the end. Totally. And I have many questions. And in order to wrap them up, you have to do everything. And that's, it's it's both good and bad at the same time. Because like, if you miss one or if, oh man, I've already kind of just, I'm just done with the gameplay, but I want yeah. those answers. It's it's hard to like, Are you playing know. this game? It's hard. Eventually? Uh, Probably, yeah. Okay. I mean, my plan is to, but like, you can go ahead and spoil some things for me, or like, figure out like. All right. Yeah. Spoilers for a side mission in the division. <laughs> not two. even the main mission. This is not really. This, and, the, and so far, I have no idea how this ties in. <laughs> I mean, it's okay? just a mystery at this point. So, We're all lost right now. <laughs> at show. one, at some point in the game, um, and actually, the area, one of the areas that you open up pretty early on. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a side mission, and like the way that it works in the Division Two versus the Division One, like so, it, a blip shows up on your map, and you hover over it, and you hear like some some kind of like something that like precedes the mission. Then you click on it, and then they give you your mission. Like so, we got a hostage situation over yeah, here, and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Oh, okay, well and now then, I know I'm going to go then, save those hostages. Exactly. And then you click <laughs> on it, and someone's like, so the you know like whatever faction is taking a bunch of hostages and blah blah mm -hmm. blah blah. Um, you basically like 
uh, I believe whenever I hovered over it, there's just all the static. Okay. And that's all you hear. Just static. Just static. And that's that's it's, it's real gives, weird and creepy. Gives you a lot of a lot of clues as to what you're doing. And in then this you mission. you click on it, and then you know your your division handler or whatever is like. So we've lost contact with this division agent. He went over here to investigate such and such. No, oh, no. And uh, we need you to go like check him out, check it out, see if you can okay. find anything. Let's do this. Okay. Buckle up. Um. So I go into this building. Go up to the the second floor, uh-huh. and it's just like real creepy. And like there are um, there are hunters in this uh, in the game that like your like uh, your electronics will freak out, mm-hmm. your mini map freaks out, like things just get like weird and crazy because like they're coming after, they want to kill you. Mm-hmm. But like um, and so like that that kind of stuff kind of started happening, but not in the same way. So it makes me be like, I don't know if it was a hunter mm-hmm. around. So I go into this area, and most of the time, like this is this the the gameplay loop of the division is you go into an area, um, you either walk in and there's guys and you kill them all, and then like then you you like there's always but there's usually a trigger. There's yeah. usually like if I open this door, mm-hmm. there's gonna be more guys, mm-hmm. or if I go like interact with this computer, there's gonna be more guys, more waves. If, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like oh you know. So you walk in, and um, the whole place is just dark. Okay, like it's just like there are no light. There are kind of some lights in the corners. It's this office building, and um, you kind of like you like I, I went around the whole room. It's just a room, and there's this center place with this big like conference table on the on the in the middle. Oh and so I walk over to the conference table, and then all of a sudden these lights come on, and the division agent that you're looking for has been strung up. And it's just like hanging from the ceiling with all these like crazy like neon light things. Like in heck? front of him, uh huh, and it's like all lighting up, and then all of a sudden the whole room starts filling with uh, gas, and you're like, and you're getting hurt, and this one person, like normally I'm, I'm used to like whenever this happens, you know, there's like all the waves upon waves, yeah, you're just a bunch of guys, yeah, nope, just one dude, and he has these shockers, and basically he like he uh, they're like shock rounds, and they shock they shock you, and he just like walks like real slowly, he doesn't even he just walks real slowly up to you and just like looks at you and just like stares at you and then just like walks away what like doesn't do like doesn't doesn't take you down doesn't, doesn't like, kill you has you like oh my goodness Chris. he obviously killed this division, other division yeah. to get you here yeah but like what, what was the purpose of this no idea and you still haven't figured that out no that's horrifying chris yeah I, I don't think I could, I don't think I would be able to put that game away. I know. If I didn't figure out what that was about, and th- that is one of like maybe three or four things that are like that. Yeah, like that a mystery have, that have happened that I'm like I don't understand what's happening right now. That's very like Tom or, Clancy too. Or why this is why this is happening. That's like, like super what is this? super like I mean you like look at like the books is what I'm talking about like like super Tom Clancy like where where it's just very yeah. overly dramatic kind of like rival-esque type stuff where, yeah. Right. Mm. You're like, this guy's taunting me or yeah, something. Like, like, who is this? Like, this person's just torturing you at this point. Yeah, yeah. Man. So, you know, I don't know. It's a great game. I yeah. love it. Um, I need some answers, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course. I need Chris, I need some answers. You need to go get those answers and bring them back bring here them to this podcast here. and yeah. give them to us because yeah. I need answers now. 
But I mean, but and those are the things though that make me love this game. Yeah. That I'm like, I, I, man, I didn't expect that. Right. That was really unexpected. Well, that's the type of thing that they didn't do in the Division One. Like yeah. Division One was like just straight ahead the whole like, totally. oh, waves of enemies. You go to this next room. There's more waves of enemies, and it's really fun. Like it's a great loop. Yeah. But at the same time, like. That's what it was. Yeah. Not this like dramatic stuff of like uh-huh. people looking at you in the face and then walking away, you know, uh-huh. like, oh my goodness. That feels more Bioshock than anything. Yes, you know? it was very Bioshock. It was um, we love it. <laughs> which Bioshock, man. There's still like moments where like I'll like think about like some of the things that happened in Bioshock where mm-hmm. with the mannequins or like, oh my goodness. Anyway, if anybody <laughs> hasn't played Bioshock, you need to play Bioshock. You need to play Bioshock. Uh, it's horrifying and so scary and amazing. Yeah. But Chris. Yeah. We've got other video game things to talk about, we like do. Sonic the Hedgehog, other very scary things yeah. out there that we need to talk about. Yeah. But first, the pick of the week. Pick of the week. My pick of the week this week, Chris. Yeah. Free comic book day 2019. If you're listening to this after Saturday, uh, the Saturday, the uh, whatever it is, uh, the the I'm fourth. So May fourth. It's May fourth. Hey. May the fourth be with you. Um, but if you're listening to it after that, it's it's you know. You've missed out. You've missed it. Um, but you could probably go to your local comic shop and they potentially might still have some deals going on or some uh, some leftover free comic books um, yeah. if it's a large enough location. Yeah. So. Where are you going this year? Going to go to Rick's Comic City here yep. in Nashville. That's what I was planning on doing too. It is always an exciting thing. It's going to be interesting this year. Last year, they were moving locations uh-huh. from one uh, area of a, uh, a strip mall to... A uh, strip mall like, like next door. It's a way better space for the comic shop on a day to day basis, right? right. And uh, it's a, like a really cool location, nice new new bookshelves, and it looks gorgeous in there. The problem is, it's a uh, not as like they they used to basically occupy multiple storefronts within yeah. that old uh, uh, strip mall. Yeah. And just temporarily for that one day, they would occupy like three different storefronts. Um, and I can see so, them doing the same kind of thing. I think this year that strip mall doesn't even like isn't even there anymore. Oh, yeah, they I think it's, it down. I think it's like a parking lot, you know. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do. I think they're gonna do some things outside. Oh, okay. Um, so hopefully, uh, let's hope for some, rain some, on Saturday, some nice uh, nice weather. Um, but yeah, so it'll be, it'll be a fun day regardless. Um, and, uh, you should check out freecomicbookday.com and it, it, to check out what locations like might, you might be able to hit up for your free comic books as well as what free comic books they have every I year. I didn't look at this list. You yeah. tell me what, what should I pick up, John? So I'm running down the list. We've got like a Riverdale comic. We were just talking, uh, we will be talking some Archie comics, um, you know, along the Sonic the Hedgehog lines, but they rebooted their entire like line of comics a few years back, and they have like a tie-in with like Riverdale, the the television show. That comic, there's a, a comic that, from Riverdale. There, there is the Stranger Things comic that oh. I think that uh, our audience would be very interested in uh, picking cool. up. And uh, then there is, let me see, the other ones that stuck out to me, there's like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic. Nice. That looks pretty sweet. The yeah. uh, the DC comic um, looks pretty awesome as well. And I'm very excited. To, they've got some really interesting things planned on the, the DC comics front. Um, 
one of my favorite uh, uh, artists is doing some of the covers for these, and like he keeps posting them, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to pick this up. Uh, Francis Manipal yeah. is, uh, is his name. He did a lot of the stuff with The Flash. Um, there's like a Pokemon comic if you're interested in that. There is, let me scroll through, The Goon has a has a comic, Crumble versus The Goon. Um, so if you're into that. Does Boom Studios have anything? Let me, I'm scrolling through. I don't see anything yet. And I haven't like nothing stuck or out Arcadia, to me. They have Boom, Boom Box, uh, which is like their the the comic, and it looks like they have like Lumberjanes on the cover, which is a great series. Um, but they doesn't look like they have anything from Archaea exclusively. So it might be within Bummer. that Boom Box uh, comic. There, it's been interesting to see Archaea be um, after they were purchased by Boom. Like I like Boom, and I liked Archaea. Um, it's just like together. I don't like. It's a weird blend sometimes yeah. between yeah, yeah. between the two, um, and what gets, I guess, marketing and what doesn't. A sad thing about a Arcaea slash now Boom Studios property um, in the Fox. Uh, Disney merger. So whenever uh, Disney acquired Fox, yeah, um, there was a, in fairly deep development a Mouse Guard movie. Yeah, um, canceled. No. So Disney's canceled it. Why? Uh, I don't know. Uh, no. And there's a lot of people that don't know why. Because like it's it's a it's a popular franchise, and it would do well to have a movie. Like it's it's very like action yeah. heavy. I don't know. It's it just seems like that being a, said, a, I, don't, I, don't, I mean maybe it's better if someone else does it besides Fox. Maybe. And maybe it's you know I I don't know. It just that's a that's a strange one in that in the Fox Disney merger where you're like, "Oh man, that was fairly deep in development. Why cancel it now?" Bummer. Um so, you know, we'll we'll see if somebody else can potentially pick it up. Do you know like the director and the the writer like have been like, "Oh, maybe, you know, there's still hope for it." So, yeah. it, it's possible that somebody would buy the that property or those rights um to that specific line of the movie so that take carry over that movie to another studio, launch it there maybe. Maybe DreamWorks. DreamWorks, get out there. Anybody who works at DreamWorks listen to us? Um, let me scroll down here. There's lots of indie stuff, which I uh, which I very much appreciate. There's a Star Wars Adventures comic, which looks mm, pretty cool, which I, cool. Uh, I have my eyes on. Chewie and uh, and uh, Han Solo on the uh, the front cover there. What's the Mar- Marvel comic? Uh, the Marvel comic is a Spider-Man comic, oh, and it cool. looks like it uh, features some Venom as well. So, nice. yeah, Miles Morales is in there, looks like... So it looks like a, a pretty pretty fun one to pick up. Which again, this past weekend, Catherine and I just watched uh, the Into the Spider Verse again. Yes. Like I, I bought, picked it up on Blu-ray for like super cheap on Amazon one day. Nice. And uh, did the whole like, oh, dude, it doesn't matter whenever you get it to me. So I got the five dollar thing as well. So I got it for super duper cheap, and it's a fantastic movie, dude. That movie is is so good. My favorite movie from last year. Um, anything else here off the top of my head? What did you say the DC one was? So it's the typical kind of like, uh, world, um, like the combined one where it's like, oh, let's show you what's going on in our, in the, in the DC universe. Okay. And it's got like a lot of different characters in it. So I, uh, I'm interested in picking that one because I don't really know what's going on. Yeah. In the DC Comics world right, right. now. Well, and the, th- the thing I love about Free Comic Book Day is that like a lot of times, you know, DC, Marvel, and other series know that this could be an entry point into their franchise or their um their uh, group of books and so like they make this a really really nice on-ramp for you to join and start reading and pick up some books that's right the uh 
it's always interesting, like what happens. Oh man, here's a cool one from DC. It's a uh, Under the Moon, a Catwoman tale, mm. um, and it looks like it's a a graphic novel. It's, there's an excerpt from that uh, that they're offering for free comic book day, which is really cool. That's I, cool. That cover looks awesome. Like immediately, I'm just like, yes, nice. I want to buy this. That thing. looks super cool. Um, but yeah, so like the. Uh, Free Comic Day is always a fun time to go to your store as well and pick up some deals, some sales. Oh yeah, um, because a lot of a lot of places will put things on on pretty big discounts. Like it'll be the biggest discounts they'll have all year on Free Comic Book Day or around it. Um, yeah. So I think like Rick's is doing like a thirty percent off of all graphic novels, um, potentially all graphic novels and all individual comics as well. So um, I, I don't quote me on that one for Rick's, but at least all graphic novels are thirty percent off, which is really a great deal on uh, on that. Basically, makes it. Cheaper to buy them there than on like Amazon or whatever yeah. most of the time. So yeah. support your local shop. Yep. Agreed. All right, remember pick of the week. Uh, it's kind of a surprise. So uh, we're going to unwrap these together. What are those? Well, I saw you the... carry these in earlier yes. and I resisted asking what they were. <laughs> yeah. Because so, I have no idea. They're in ahead, bubble wrap. Ahead, yeah, they're in bubble wrap. I have no idea what this is. There's Feels like hard plastic, you know? Oh, man. No so, way. This is awesome. So these are the uh, the first <sighs> tops cards from the Rise of Skywalker. You got to be kidding me! They were on sale. They were only on sale for like uh, twenty four hours or something like yes. that on topscott.com. <sighs> They've started doing these like limited. How did you get that open? Uh, it just lift off the top. I uh, oh. <laughs> now go. you got yours open. It was just abrupt. Yeah. Um. I uh. So like the uh. They've started doing these things now. Um. Where they like have limited releases mm -hmm. of cards. Yeah. And so, like, these were only available for that time. Dude, that's awesome. Uh -huh. So these are all scenes uh, similar to whenever they did the Force Awakens teaser trailer. Yep. Um, these are all scenes from the teaser trailer. So we have, uh, and they're numbered 1 through 10. So we have, like, Poe on the speeder, Poe and, uh, and C-3PO, uh -huh. and Finn on the speeder there. I love, I love on this one. Obviously, like, Poe looks awesome. C3PO looks awesome. But then, like, you get the back it's of just Finn's the back head. Side of Finn. you know, it's yeah. like, oh, sweet. You couldn't find, couldn't find a, a different frame. Uh -huh. um, so they're all looking at the camera. We have uh, Ray uh, with the lightsaber standing there in the middle of the the desert, mm -hmm. which looks awesome. And then the uh, the hand fixing. Uh, the Kylo Ren's helmet. Mm -hmm. Man, this is making me like speculate even more about what's important. Like, why <laughs> is that card three? Right. Um, card four, because like it's not chronological order, like nope. in, in the order that appeared well, in the in the teaser. It's not chronological according to the teaser. Right. Um, and then you have in the in the forest, you have Kylo taking down uh some some person, maybe a uh, a Knight of Ren in the forest there. Uh, and then we have everybody standing on the hill. It's the, <laughs> that awesome shot there. That's at the end of the tra the trailer. Oh, man, there's a shot of uh, Ray running away from the the fighter that's coming in. High fighter, yep. uh -huh. And uh, there's the Death Star. Man, Death Star wreckage. Oh, man, Billy D. Williams with uh, as Lando Calrissian driving the <laughs> the Millennium Falcon. That's awesome. BB-8, and then what was the uh, the name of this tiny I little robot? I don't remember. Dio, was that right? D Something like that. Dio? That sounds right. That sounds right. <laughs> We're just going to go with it, Chris. Yeah. It's probably complete. I'm just going to call it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's, it's probably sure it's wrong. And then, uh, then we have the, the last one is the metal um, at the end. The uh, Was that the, near the end a of the trailer? Hope. Was it, was it no, the it was in the hope? middle of the yeah. trailer. But yeah. The, the... Fascinating, dude. So anyway. I love it. Yeah. These are awesome, dude. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. This is so cool. I also, like, I looked at Target the other day. I uh, We were in Target, and I, I always look at their um, 
tops cards. Yeah. They didn't have any Star Wars ones. At all? Um, they had a couple of the ones from um, the Star Wars Resistance, the television show. Oh, yeah. But those weren't even like officially necessarily cards. Like they had, uh, they were collectors something or other, but they weren't the this type of like huh. just straight up tops card. Weird. Um, yeah. Anyway. I mean, you know, we, we, got into, we got into these hardcore for a hot second a few oh, years dude. ago. I have so Force, many. When The Force Awakens uh, came back out. That's right. Came, or not came back out, but came out. It was the journey of The Force Awakens, and so it included so many of the uh, the other movies as well. Right. Which I yes. enjoyed, too. Like, yes. that was super cool. That was cool. Um, and we used to be, like, real into the, I don't, I don't, need, I don't maybe you still are, the digital uh, tops Star no, Wars card Haven't touched that game. in a long time. That was amazing. I wonder I, if we could get people to pay, like, good money for the cards that we I, have. Yeah, I wish that I had sold every single card that I had, like, on eBay or something like that yeah. um, back in the day, whenever they were super valuable. Do you think somebody would still pay for it? I don't know. Maybe some of the super rare ones. Like, if you have, like, one that's only 10 or one that's only 1,000 or something like that, like, it would, it would yeah. you know, might... I, I have some somewhere. They ones. also ballooned the number of cards that existed, yeah. like where it's like, oh, there's twenty five thousand of these now, right? Because the number of players they had was high. Well, then but now, it, did they just like reduce the number now? And like, they made I, it really convoluted to get them. That's right. And this is kind of like, I mean, while I like the idea of like, okay, well, these are exclusive to whoever bought them during that like time period, right? That's the kind of like stuff they're trying to pull now with the physical cards. Mm-hmm. Like if you get them on their website, yeah. you know, like, well, these only, these had a, a time limit on them. That's right. And so that's why I bought them. Yeah. You know, like that's, or that's how they got me to buy them then. Yeah. yeah. So well, it's kind of like, mm, are you going to start all this complicated stuff? Even back in the day, I got these gigantic ones, um, tops cards yeah, where'd we get off those? the website. I bought them from the website whenever it was Comic-Con or something like that. And they're Star Wars Rebels. Oh, the Rebels based. ones, yes. Um, and like I got those just as a set, and it had the entire set of the the, the Rebels yeah. and, and the gigantic thing. Um, fun fact about that, met Ashley Eckstein, who voices Ahsoka Tano. And f- did not have this card with what? me to have her sign. So oh, I will man. have to meet her another day uh, uh, for a second time and have her sign this particular <laughs> card. She, it was fantastic. Meeting her was awesome. Like, if anybody has a chance to like go see Ashley Eckstein at some sort of event, she always does the Star Wars Celebration stuff. So like, she, she, like she's out there. She just does the uh, her universe line of clothing. She's always like, doing events with that. Yeah. So um, she was at Star Wars Celebration just the last time with that with her universe which is awesome speaking of uh star wars before we move on peter mayhew passed away today yeah so that's a bummer it's a bummer man um he was a good he was a good uh good chewy and i always felt like he was really good to the fans as well like yeah. everybody who in totally. loved chewy like he would always be at the comic cons and would 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 interact with people in such yeah. cool ways i was so. talking to josh hancock uh he's been on the podcast a few times um earlier today and he said that uh peter was doing a fan event last weekend mm. like he was you know yeah he just he loved it he's an awesome i mean that's the thing you could tell that he loved it like even yeah. on like twitter or whatever i remember whenever he first like got onto twitter like he tweeted out like i don't even know how to, how to do this but like let's do it <laughs> and uh so he like could interact with people on there and 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 share things so it's it's always whenever somebody from that franchise specifically because it has such a large footprint large impact mm-hmm. um it's always a shame to lose one of the original um yep. original crew you know where it's like, man some of the stories that that potentially weren't shared or you won't ever make it out to everybody you mm-hmm. know that 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 were in his head and and yeah it's just a, a sad day but I, like you said he's an amazing chewy the best yep the best the original the og the og <laughs> 
All right, John. So, before we talk about this Sonic the Hedgehog trailer, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I feel like we need to lay out our Sonic the Hedgehog um, uh, qualifications. That's right, that's right. What gives us the right to talk about this. Uh-huh. All right. I think so. <laughs> uh, this is at least in my head how I want, how I thought we should we should start. I think I think it is. Okay. So um, I love Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I don't know if you how you feel the I same do too, way. Man. Yeah, I do so. too. I have so many Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. figures sitting around here. We grew up um, largely in the Sega ecosystem. That's right. I mean, honestly, like we had you know uh, either us or our friends. Like we had uh, Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. We had Game Gear, yep. Nomad, we, uh, Dreamcast. That's right. Loved playing the Sega Saturn and the Toys R Us. Oh, man, that was so uh, fun. Um, and uh, really where we fell off of co- from consoles and like didn't own a console again until the 360 yeah. was after the Dreamcast. After Sega stopped making consoles, Dude. we were like, we're out. I still remember the, no more. the bummer of a day that the Dreamcast magazine was like discontinued and they transferred us over to like game informer or something like that. Like something. And it was such a bummer. Cause like you, you, like the dreamcast magazine every single month came with a demo disc of games that you would play and like decide, Oh, do I want to buy this game or not? And like, or or or, just play this one level over and over again. What was it like super runabout? It was like, you had this open world, uh, of San Francisco. You could just completely ignore the, the quest line, just drive around San Francisco. And that was super fun. There was a San Francisco rush level. That's why we loved that game. Yeah. 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 There was, uh, um, that's why we bought that game. That's why uh, we like got that game for Christmas, asked for it, put it on the Christmas list. The parents bought it for Christmas. You know, it's like, Oh my gosh, there was a, like a, basically a whole game of like toy commander, a Christmas toy commander game. Yeah, that's right. And it didn't exist anywhere else. Nowhere else. Only in the, uh, the dreamcast magazine demo disc. Yeah. It's fascinating. Um, so there's that. Also, like I, I've, I've loved Sonic. I've played almost every Sonic game. Mm-hmm. Okay, apart from the games, um, some of them, like basically, I think the first comics that were actually ours and weren't like our dad's that we were that we read were Sonic comic books. I think it was issue fifteen of Sonic the Hedgehog comic book by Archie no, 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 Comic no. Books. I'm gonna go back all the way. Oh beginning. wait, yeah, Remember? because the uh, right. the very very first issues Dude. of it was the first four that made it basically what wouldn't be a normal comic um were released as like pack-ins to these kid box things that you got if you stayed at a Howard Johnson hotel <laughs> that's right and um we had the very very first it's like issue 0 uh of Sonic the Hedgehog that comic book from Archie Comics that we got from staying in a Howard Johnson, oddly enough. Yep. Probably the only time our family ever stayed in a Howard Johnson. <laughs> yeah, I, never, I don't think I've ever stayed there since. I don't think I've ever been back to Howard Johnson. Do they even have Howard Johnsons anymore? Is I, that a thing? I don't know. Don't know. I have no idea. There's I no haven't seen of, one in a there's while. There's no way to know. I know they rebranded as Hojo after a Yeah, it there. was Hojo. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we had the very first Sonic comic book. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, issue 15 is like, well, I, and I can't remember if we, so we we loved that comic book. Let me tell this. It's right. We loved, and we would just read that, and it was just like, it was a quarter of a story, and we would read it over and over and over and over and over and over again. And then one time, uh, so we all used to like go back to, so I was born in Harrisburg, Illinois, and we used to go back there whenever we moved from there and get our hair cut every single month. Yeah. And um, we, I think we happened to go to the Mad Pricer, in right. Harrisburg, Illinois, and in the Mad Pricer, oddly enough, they sold comic books on this like uh, spinny rack. Yeah, and uh, this metal spinny rack, and uh, we saw Sonic the Hedgehog comics there one time. 
and convinced uh, mom and dad to buy it for us. And um, and I, and I can't remember if that was issue thirteen because at some point we started collecting back issues and oh, backed yeah. up to like a certain point. Yeah, I was trying to figure out how far back we went. <sighs> And I think we went back pretty far, like not necessarily like bottom five, but I do remember having ep- or issue. I'm looking at issue uh, number seven right now. Yeah. And I remember sort of having that one. It's in the back, but I don't remember if maybe we were just looking at it in back issues or if it, whatever, but like, we got back down like near the, the very beginning. Yeah. It's like, this is episode, issue nine. And I remember collecting I remember, I remember that one. We got that one in like a double. So Toys R Us used to send, used to sell yep. double comic packs, That's and right. we have like it would random issues where it'd be like right. issue nine and issue fifty two. And uh-huh. you're like, what in the world? Like, yeah. why? It's like, why would you? Why would you? Who would? Who they would don't want relate this? to each other but, at all. But then it's like, oh well, if you want one of them, you have to get both of them. And so, and we, I also don't know how, like, why in the world. Archie Comics, did they, why were they reprinting those? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Here's issue five. I feel like we had that one. We got five eventually. Yep. So, Um, anyway. Yeah. uh, In the comic front, our Sonic the Hedgehog love runs very, very deep. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Also, on the television front, Mm -hmm. like there was the ABC Saturday morning cartoon that was basically a spinoff of the comics. Yeah, I think like it's hard to tell at this point, like which one influenced which one, because like the characters were uh, from the comic book were on that television show. Right. But then their style was the same. Yeah, but then there were certain elements of at near the end of because there were two seasons of that show near the end of that show that were actually picked up and finished. In the comic book. Totally. Um, in some adaptation. Day, like there used to be a lot of like, uh, so now like the way things have happened in recent memories, like if there's a Sonic Boom game, then there's a Sonic Boom TV show, right. and then there's a Sonic Boom comic, and then right. like doesn't affect the mainline comic or something like that, like right. which is to me weird, but it's it's also better than changing what they used to do. They used to just change the prime timeline. So right. like, okay, all of a sudden if um, so, whenever issue twenty five of uh, Sonic the Hedgehog comic book came out it was based on um what was the one with metal sonic it was based on uh, uh sonic cd sonic's mm, sonic cd was the one where you want to go back and past and you have the metal sonic there yes so sonic cd so yeah, it was based, yeah. on, based on sonic cd and First so like whenever amy as well whenever sonic blast came out yeah and it was all of this isometric thing they like had an issue that was all that yep whenever the with games birds. decided that they were going to change sonic's eyes eye color to green yep they changed it in the comics and made they a reason for that. had him enveloped in an emerald, uh, like a uh, uh-huh. uh, chaos emerald, like, and he turned his eyes green and he got taller. And so, like, things like the TV show, when the TV show happened and you had that whole Death Egg saga, like, they were coming up to issue, like, 100. I don't know what the, yeah, which one came first necessarily. Yeah. But, um, like, man, that was, like, my favorite, one of my favorite comic events ever. Uh, because it felt like it was an end. It felt like, man, yeah. like, this is, this is getting heavy and dark. Yeah. Um. Around the same time, like I loved the uh, they, they spun off a Tales miniseries and a Knuckles the Echidna miniseries. Man, the Knuckles the Echidna miniseries was like one of my favorites. First of all, Knuckles is like one of my favorite characters uh-huh. from that uh, it was era, so, era. And didn't it turn it, it after really the miniseries? Cool. It did so well, they turned it into an ongoing comic. That's right. But like the mystery of it, like that's yeah. one of the first like times that I can remember like loving the mystery of some sort sort of fiction. Like yeah. growing up, because oh, we were like. The entirety of of all of the echidnas on the island had disappeared. Yeah, and he was the the only one left. And he's trying to figure out like.
like what happened and why and why am I the guardian of the Chaos Emeralds now and why, where is everyone and why is the the island floating? Anyway, yeah. it's just a really cool, cool mystery cool element stuff. to it. Yeah, I mean, there's just deep lore there. <sighs> <laughs> and to, in recent years, see all of that just continually trashed that's right that's right i mean i think i dropped off right around I, I, the last sonic game that i played you've played more than i have yeah but was the werehog uh was yeah, whenever so, you turn uh, sonic, into the uh, sonic unleashed yeah whenever you turn into the werehog i kind of dropped off there um, yeah, i mean i play i never finished that game like, that was a terrible game there was another one that like literally was only it was a, uh only called sonic the hedgehog or whatever yep. and apparently that one got real weird it's known as sonic the hedgehog 2006 and it's uh like supposedly one of the worst oh, games it, ever no it was it was not good <laughs> it, i didn't finish that one either like not even like not even like where oh there's this is redeemable. Well, like, it's, it's like one of the worst games it's uh, for both of those games so like you think back so we, we played we, we both played uh sonic adventure sonic adventure 2 we right. like those um, back in the day, I almost hundred percented uh, Sonic Adventure two. We we raised some some KO or cow, Chow, cow however, however you, you say it. Them. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> there was a level like took the uh, took the Chow in our VMU unit, which re- uh-huh. was removable from virtual the, memory <laughs> from, unit. Yeah, yeah from, from from the controller. It's like turns into a Tamagotchi, most expensive Tamagotchi you've ever. And then if you oh, lose yeah. it, you lose your entire save, the entire game. It's like what? Um. So, Bad idea. Sonic, Sonic Unleashed, Sonic the Hedgehog, 2006. It removed the speed of Sonic, the thing that makes Sonic Sonic, mm-hmm. and replaced it with like Sonic Unleashed. It was like this hack and slash. It's weird. Like, for half the game. Yeah, I remember. I remember like every time I would turn into a warehog, I'd be like, I'm done. Oh, it was the I, worst. Don't, I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, and then Sonic the Hedgehog, it just felt like a slower version. They just didn't do anything good. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I can't remember what was like if there was a couple other things between there. I th- but like when they came out with Sonic Generations, that's when they kind of got back on course. Yeah, I played, I played a lot of Sonic Generations. Sonic Generations was great. Uh, and then, um, because well, they reintegrated the 2D levels yes. of the 3D levels, so like you would play through uh, Sonic Adventure one and two, like they would have levels that were based on those levels, mm-hmm. but were t- in 2D, and that was amazing. Yeah, um, I loved the idea of like the, one of the most iconic Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, things was running down the hill away from the giant truck that's chasing mm-hmm. you, and they did that in 2D, and they did it perfectly. It was yeah. it felt so good. So yeah, yeah. And I think that was Sonic Team that made that. Yeah. Um. Uh. Sonic Mania was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um. Such a phenomenal game. And that was a that was a like not Sonic Team that made that one. Yeah. That was a, a a team that had done some ports of other Sonic games for like the 3DS. Yeah. And they did such a good job with them. And I think some of them were like they built some some questionably legal uh, emulators that would play Sonic games really right. well. And so what Sega did was like, they were like, oh, let's just let you make a game. Yeah. Like if you, if you want to make a Sonic game, let's do that. And they made a really great Sonic game. Um, the most recent game, Sonic Forces. I haven't finished it. It's good. Like it's uh, um, the story again. Like it's it, the thing that I think baffles me with Sonic is that they continually just re re make the story over and over again. Like there is no consistent story mm-hmm. or like 
this is the the real story of Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, you think about like other video games that would do something similar, but in in a better way, maybe. Yeah. Um, Ocar like or uh, Zelda, like oh, you keep doing the same kind of stuff where you're like oh, you new hero like lands on the island or wakes up and you have to right. go like find these items and take down the boss and and but it works so well because they're so drastically different from right. each other that, and and they're all equally fun. Right. Um, whereas with Sonic, it seems like. It's not all equally fun. Well, and the, even like the, there's the new comic series. So Archie, I can't remember what happened there. Like Ar- Archie lost the license somehow, or just dropped the license. I think they just canceled the them. comics, and then IDW picked up the uh, the yeah, license and so like after the, a while. And that and that timeline, like things things are way different in that timeline now too. Um, to the point where it's like they still reference the other things that happened. Yeah, but like it's just I don't know. It's just so weird. Uh, it's weirder than it's weirder than any kind of timeline in Marvel or DC that I've ever experienced. That's right. Um, through it all, I love Sonic. Sonic's still awesome. Sonic's Sonic's great. His whole like attitude about life. Yeah, gotta go fast. Gotta go. <laughs> gotta go fast. Eating, chili eating dogs. Chili man. dogs. Oh, yeah, so good. Always. Man, uh, on the uh, <laughs> the Saturday morning cartoon, which again at the same time that the Saturday morning cartoon was airing, I think like just before that there was another cartoon that had these like. Robots. The two robots. Yeah, the two was, robots. And that was a, that Hedgehog. was not a good one. And, uh, I mean, it wasn't the best Sonic at Still all. Still, Jaleel White doing the voice. Yeah, which was he's awesome. Yeah. Um. When and will always be Sonic in my mind. Totally. Like, you know, it's I, I don't know that there is another voice of Sonic in totally. my head. Totally. I think they're getting close. I, I I think that's one of the things. You're right. They're doing well. You're right. It is close. I do love the voice actor that is that does his uh, his stuff. Like, yeah. He's awesome. Um. But yeah, it's it's uh, better than the. Uh, Real cool voice in oh like goodness. Sonic Adventure Two or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I for can't. sure, for sure. Um, all that being said, <laughs> the I want I real and I want to say I really want to like this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want it to do well because I I mean. I want it to be good. Yeah, I want it to be good, man. And even the the, the first poster, like that everybody really like didn't like or like whatever. Where it's Sonic the Hedgehog sitting on top of the, uh, the oh, Golden Gate. I still think it looks weird. Golden Gate Bridge, and it's like, oh, but I love the concept of that. Even like, oh, this is you can see where he's just run and he's now he's chilling out, sure. relaxing up here. Definitely. And it looks really like there are certain aspects of it that it look really weird. Like is is like the perspective is off somehow, and like his legs look really like strange. But it's like I was still okay at that point where I'm like yeah. I'm still okay. This trailer, I don't know why they have made a lot of the choices that they've made with the, for this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's just start somewhere. Let's just start with Jim Carrey yeah. as Dr. Robotnik. Mm-hmm. At no point has Dr. Robotnik ever been a Jim Carrey-esque personality. Well, and then whenever they cast him as this, I was like, okay, well, maybe like Jim Carrey's a good actor. Like he's he's yeah. really good at and he's what played he some serious M- roles in the past. Yeah, and maybe he won't like go full on like Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey. No, he's totally doing that. Exactly. Like he totally went full on Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey. Okay, that's weird. Uh I we also don't know like from the story it doesn't seem at least like like Dr. Robotnik has is, is trying to roboticize the animals. Well, and then like th- this is this is our earth. 
Azar, yeah, Zarth, not is, Mobius. Which is initially strange, yeah, because like you, like while even in the video games, you have the element of central city or like having the, real, the people. real people there yeah. which is which was odd whenever they introduced it with sonic adventure one but at the same time you're like oh it's cool because they're you know this is all like they're still big the cat in this world right but if this is our world like we don't have a big the cat no also why does it need to be our world <laughs> it doesn't what legitimately doesn't and part of me wonders because like we've seen like uh Jim Carrey looking like Dr. Robotnik at the end of the trailer. Like, the oh, end, oh, here yes. we go. You know, he actually looks like uh, Dr. Robotnik. It's like for the majority of the trailer, it's just Jim Carrey. Yeah, in a, um, in a, in a black trench coat. Yeah, with a, with a weird looking, like, not even Dr. Robotnik mustache. Yeah. Um, and which I'm like, well, if you're not going to make him look like Dr. Robotnik, why even bother with a mustache? Right. Um, but we do see that at the end. So it makes me wonder if this is like a, a, a dual universe type of a situation here where uh sonic is somehow misplaced from his universe but why and, is robotic uh, in this ours. universe in our universe who knows also why is he working with the military that's a that's a good question too why uh why do they call him in as an expert because sonic just happens to make a sonic boom well yeah like who's who's a uh who's an expert on like super fast rodents like, yeah I, I don't i don't um, there's a government what, agency for that. We're wasting they, some what, government what money. What threat do they think Sonic is? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like maybe. Maybe I don't it's know. the power going out. Maybe it's showing? like the power going, out, or maybe it's like, oh, we, I've something has entered our universe from another universe, and so that's where we get into the thing. It's very strange, man. There's also this like level of. It seems like they're they are uh, implying that Sonic has some kind of superpowers. Other than super speed? Well, no, I mean, well, like when he picked up his quill that fell on the uh, the ground. Oh, it's like I, a, like yeah, electrified. It's like electric, yeah. I thought that was just static electricity, maybe. Uh, I mean, okay. you run that, that fast, like you're gonna build up some major static may, charge. Maybe in those that's quills. what it is. I don't know. It's just like uh, also whenever he does the spin dash or whatever. I thought that was a cool moment. That but, was cool. Yeah, there's dude. There's some really cool stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. Like, and and I even think like the only joke I actually really like is the way when he's in the suitcase bag at the end that's right and he's that like do you have your child in that bag he's like, <laughs> he's like no, well, it's, it's, well, it's a child it's, but it's not mine it's not mine <laughs> then everybody's like oh my goodness call the police <laughs> yeah um so that part's hilarious too i i just don't get like i mean maybe like it seems like we might see uh what uh there's a like toward the end of the trailer it looks like that's one of the world's Yep, the um, green, like a Green Hill Zone. Not, or, uh, yeah, Green they Hill reference Zone. Green Hill Zone. Yeah, they reference that. But like, yeah, it's agreed. Like, it almost looks like, oh, now there's this other video game universe that we can somehow go into, or does that exist on our planet somehow? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it, it just seems so weird, man. Like, here's the, the deal. Like, along the lines of strange ideas for movies and in semi creepy looking CG animals. The Pikachu movie nailed that weird, creepy tone. Definitely. I don't know how both of these movies yeah. got greenlit around the same time. You wonder that, like, because there are there are numerous times where, like, oh, Dante's peeking and, and what is it? In, or uh, what's the other one? Inferno or something? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Or you have, like, the, the, Volcano, pre- the Prestige and the Magician. That's right in the same year. Yeah. And so like, um, it, this is another one of those like situations where you're like, well, who greenlit all of the, the strange CGI right. video game animals, you know? Yeah, the video games in the real world. Like, yeah, the, the funny thing is today, like I saw on um, GameInformer.com, uh, 
the Sonic movie director vows to fix the hedgehog design. What does that mean? So he tweeted out the Jeff Fowler, the director says it tweeted out earlier. Today, Thank you for your support and the criticism. The message is loud and clear. You aren't happy with the design and you want changes. It's going to happen. Everyone at Paramount and Sega are fully committed to making this character the best he can be. Hashtag Sonic movie. Hashtag gotta go. gotta fix fast. So, like, apparently, they're right. going to change the design of this character. I'm going to go on a Before tangent. this movie comes out. I'm going to go on. Later this year. The fact that they are willing, that they are going to do that tells me that they really, this, that makes me think this is just a cash grab. Well. Like, and, like, because it means, like, you didn't have a good enough artistic vision to either stand by it. Mm-hmm. Or to make the right decision in the first place. Yeah. And, it, like, it always, it, it it's always fascinating to me whenever either fan backlash or whatever influences the art that's being made. It's always interesting to me because like, again, whenever things go out into the, the public, it's there's, there's always a reaction and that always just becomes part of the thing. So in some level, like this always happens like where, Oh, well the next thing we put out, will react to this first thing. But then this specific example, changing the design of the character a few months before it comes out, is it just seems odd? It plays is very strange. You notice whenever I was talking about all this that I didn't bring up the the weirdness that he how he looked. I don't think to it, me it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't if necessarily it's a good matter. Story. Yeah, and if it's even if, if it feels like Sonic the Hedgehog, right? Honestly, I could care less. Well, like you said, like the the voice actor, like it's it feel that f- part of it feels right. Like feel like whenever he's like, oh, all these drones and stuff like that yes. felt cool. Uh, yeah. That wasn't the part that I, I no, had problems with. The, if this movie, if this movie sucks, it's not going to be because the hedgehog doesn't look right like we think it should. Right, it's going to be because the story is terrible. Right, that that's all that matters to me. Yeah, and I guess like that from a certain from the point of view of the director, it seems like he's like, oh man, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan. I want to get this right for the fans, and l- let's fi- we can. It's the least we can do to fix the design. What or does whatever. that mean? And I also feel like the CGI, they've already got the majority of that probably done. Like, I don't know how much they're going to really be able to change, you know, I mean, in, in the next couple of months over the course of this entire movie, like 90 minute movie or whatever. I don't know. All right. Who knows? You know, like, I'm sure, I don't know if it's a, hey, we make it, you know, we redesign this thing and then we just like plug in and re render all the, the sequences. Or does it mean we have to go through the entire movie and reanimate again? That's, uh, yeah. That's a good question. It's this movie. I'm I'm excited for it, but I'm also not excited for it now. Like I'm I'm increasingly less excited for it the more I know about it. Yeah, which is which is not a great place for me to like land on it. All right. Again, yeah. to me, it comes down to the story, man. Like mm-hmm. I, the things that aren't hitting for me are like Jim Carrey as Doctor Robotnik, man. The fact that it's in our world. It's very Jim Carrey. <laughs> like, it seems like Sonic is on his own here and it happened to interrupt. Like, we've never seen outside of Central City. Like, we even Sonic doesn't interact with humans. Yeah. Like, that's not a thing. Yeah. The only human that he interacts with on a regular basis is Dr. Robotnik and he wants to kill him. Mm-hmm. So, like, that relationship there is just, like, weird. Why do we need this? Mm-hmm. You think we can't relate to Sonic unless you pair him up with somebody else? Yeah. I In... There was one comic it was wherever Sonic went into the real universe and like that was or and they pulled some kids into the, the video game universe or whatever and like that was a fun little thing because like it never happened like he's like oh this is, what are these 
because all I know about uh, humans is Dr. Robotnik, like you said. The uh, Then in the video games, whenever they introduce that weirdness of like Sonic standing in the middle of a city, it's like, oh, that's kind of a surprise. That's interesting. Um, and then you go as far as like he's interacting. With, I remember in the story of the Sonic the Hedgehog games, Sonic the Hedgehog, would you say 2016 or 20, mm-hmm. no, 20, 2012? 2006. 2006. That one, it got real weird with the humans, like way a lot of interaction with, with humans on that one. And it was just strange. It felt wrong. Like the, uh, the story felt felt very yeah not good and so like i'm worried along this lines like that it's not going to be that that good but then it could be it could be fine who knows we'll see but this trailer does not make it look very good no um i do think dr robotnik that whole sequence with jim carrey being jim carrey like where he's cutting off the person and stuff yeah i feel like that would play better with like young 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 kids like if that's what they're shooting for on this one you know i don't know there's that, but then like you have that weird mix of like we're you know we're playing Gangster's Paradise is That's the true. music, and, and like sure, I love Gangster's Paradise. But how does this fit in? What, what does that? How does that relate to Sonic the Hedgehog? How is that thematically the same as uh, Sonic the Hedgehog? Like, I don't know. I mean, I know he's got attitude, and that song definitely has attitude. Totally. But I don't know. It's so so, so bizarre. So strange. Like just totally and. I, I just don't understand what we're what we're supposed to think of this. That's right. Um. Again, though, I hope it's cool. I hope it's good. I hope it's good. Fingers crossed. I hope I like it. I hope the redesign is is better received. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like because we've had like I, don't, I, don't, I think it it actually helps the fact that we've had so many different variations and takes on Sonic's stories. So like yeah. it doesn't. There's not just like one one story that you're like married to like yeah. i think i'm okay more with it being different if only because of the fact everything else has always been different yeah i mean we've talked about it before in in relation to like batman versus like wonder woman or whatever it's like batman has had so many different iterations that it's like if you screw up a batman story like that's fine yeah like it's we'll just have another one in a couple of years yeah whereas like wonder woman well, like whenever that movie came out it's like this is like the the third wonder woman you know television live action thing ever and so it's like man this one means a little bit more and like you you kind of got to nail it and they did nail it but it's like you know in this instance it's like well you're right sonic has had so many different iterations and had so many different failures that it's like well does this one really matter more than sonic 2006 well it's like and this is the first like sonic movie yeah so it kind of like you know in you know in the back of my mind, I'm like, if this doesn't do well, then are we, are we never getting another Sonic That's movie? True. I are we? Would it, will it be another 30 years before we get a Sonic movie? Um, on other like more like interesting financial news from Sega, Sega has said that like they are going to double down on their uh, current popular franchises. So uh, they they bought Atlas a few years ago. So that'd be Persona, Sonic, and uh, Devil May Cry. Um, and so they're gonna they're gonna put more of their resources into those than into like new IP and things like that because they like last year I think they lost uh, lost some some decent money on their uh, their last earnings report um, so I don't know like it's just a, a weird situation for this character and another another one of those moments where like so man it's Sega I know I mean Sega's I hope I really Sega's hope Sega weird. doesn't go away Sega baffles me um you know, like I think the best thing that happened though, whenever they stopped making hardware, was that they started putting Sonic everywhere. Yeah. So like that's cool. Yeah. Um, and again, I still play all the games. I still enjoy them to an extent. Uh, I like some games obviously are better than others, and I love the ones that are great. Yeah. Uh, I just want that to translate to the big screen. That's right. 
All right. Well, um, one day we'll watch this movie. That's right. In November. But uh, next week, we're going to watch Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu. Is this going to be the first great, I say great, video game movie, Chris? Possibly. It might be. Yeah. I don't know. Could be. We'll it see. could be Sonic the Hedgehog. We well, don't, we'll never could know. It could be worse than Sonic the Hedgehog. You never know. No, I'm saying the, the great one could be Sonic the Oh, that's right. Yeah, man. You never yeah. know. It's the, first, the first really great one. <laughs> Uh, you can find us online at, stay, online at stayontargetpodcast.com, on Twitter at ChrisWright250. And JohnWright777. And at StayOnTargetPod. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, stay on, on Target. Target.